God bless you guys. God bless the world, buddy. Let's go race. This is the Loud Pedal Podcast. A very diverse cast of automobile racing characters. With your host, NBC Sports television analyst and part-time midget racer, it's D. Welch, Mr. Dylan Welch. Yeah, you damn right I got that out there. Oh, that stupid-ass flagman. They got a dumb-ass flagman they can't see. And an expert in only one category, food. Now, look how big those things are. Little meat on the bone there. And cook perfect. Well, sometimes racing, but mostly food. When you're talking a, a meal, like before I'm about to die, I will ask for 15 to 20 chicken wings. It's heavy lunch, Tyler Burnett. It's episode 71 of the Loud Pedal Podcast here on Low Racing. Heavy lunch, D. Welch in the house for a awesome episode featuring Lauren Stewart, who is promoting um, the Shamrock Classic at DuCoin with the USAC National Midget Series. It is a non-points race, but it is a 10 grand to win midget race on Saturday with a two grand to win feature on Friday. D. Welch, you excited for um, that and among the other things that are happening on Flow Racing coming up? Yeah, the Shamrock's always, um, you know, always a cool race. I mean, you know, anything that happens at DuCoin is always intriguing because it's um, it's just such a small racetrack that starting position is really important and, and the format is always a little different. So it a lot of times, um, you know, puts different guys up front than we maybe normally see. Um, and then it's it's just, you know, kind of a harder place to pass on because it's so small. So the, a lot of times you get some, um, you know, some surprise winners up there, but, uh, you know, still a great field of, of USAC regulars that are going to be there. And, um, you know, then, and you've got, you know, a host of other guys kind of from around the Illinois area and, um, you know, like some D2 guys and stuff that are just as competitive there because, um, the track is so small. So, uh, always enjoy watching races there. And it's cool that, you know, Lauren and everybody that put that race on is able to, uh, make it a big money show. So excited to watch. Again, the race is March 11th and 12th. We are recording this on Wednesday, March 2nd. So uh, nine days until you can get your tickets uh, and head to the race. Among the, you know, of the drivers entered um, Dave Mack, Dolby Motorsports, Cannon McIntosh, who was your 2019 Shamrock Classic winner. Uh, we were just talking about that. D. Welsh, we watched that race in, in Phoenix in a hotel when he caught on fire. I think it was his first USAC national win. So. There's been some exciting races in that building. Yeah, and even going back to, you know, the winter races before, um, you know, before the Shamrock even was was around, you know, there was always those power eye races in the winter uh, that were always barn burners. You know, the I think of that one between uh, BC and T-Mez and, and um, gosh, there's been so many others through the years that it's it's hard to hard to keep track of them all for sure. So. Um, hope people go out, you know, go out and support it, you know, both as uh, competitors and as race fans, you know, it's, um, it's a cool event. And obviously, uh, they've put the ex extra effort into, to, you know, raise the purse a little bit. And uh, I hope that people reward that that hard work and effort by by showing up and, and having a good time. Justin Grant, who opened the USAC National Midget season with two feature wins in Ocala, uh, will be in attendance in the race, uh, Jerry Coons Jr. also on the list. Kyle Cummins, 
on the Glenn Styers 3G, they locked in on a prelim night at the Chili Bowl a couple years ago. They're, they're going to be really fast. Uh, Jake Newman, Thomas Meserol, so T-Mez will be in the house, of course, Grant's teammate. Uh, Brady Bacon will be there. Um, you know, the boats just entered. So, you know, Dominic Gordon and, and Mitchell Moles, the two that are running full-time for him this year, um, they will be there. Uh, Flying Terry Babb will be there. Uh, I think I see Anton Hernandez, Daniel Robinson. I mean, there's Joe B. Miller. Big Al's going to be there. So, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a star-studded lineup. we got 39 cars right now. Uh, you know, as of March 2nd entered, you know, Lauren, who we're about to talk to, Lauren Stewart, who's promoting the event, um, of course, you know, was engaged to Brian Clawson. Um, they used to put the event on together, uh, you know, as a couple. They, uh, she has continued on the legacy of this event, and you know she's made some calls this morning, hoping to get some more cars in attendance to the race. But it should be a really good race, uh, indoor racing. It's always exciting, you know. Um, we have the Chili Bowl here on Flow Racing, you know, the Tulsa Shootout, but uh, another midget race indoors that you should uh, probably check out here on March 11th and 12th. Um, opening day for sprint cars in Northeast uh, America, I guess, well Pennsylvania, right? uh lincoln speedway had their icebreaker and with a new team freddie raymer uh fast freddie raymer the little freddie uh picked up the win uh, at lincoln i guess that was his first icebreaker win so congratulations to um freddie raymer other sun dollar restoration hat shakes of the week brought to you by sun dollar restoration um i guess is is jason coming on the show is that that i like his new contract does he is he um, going to come on here? And do I, does he get to override me? Because I don't. I don't really want him on. I think he wants to, doesn't he? I think so. Should we have him on, or should we have Zeb on? I mean, you know, he's he's a bit squirrely. I don't know. <laughs> Who, Jason or Zeb? <laughs> Jason. <laughs> did you also? Did you also see uh, Bobby Santos and Cody Swanson get into it the other day? Yeah, I feel like we need to. I feel like we need to discuss that a little bit. That was. I don't know that that's gotten the traction that it has uh, has maybe deserved. I don't know even if "deserved" is the right word or not. But um, that was. They were, I guess, where at Showtime Speedway in Florida for a sprint pavement sprint yeah. car race and. Um, Bobby and Cody were battling for the lead and it looked like Cody maybe got into Santos and turned him around and he made a great save and then drove down into three and just apacked Cody basically ran them both in the wall. And, um, I don't know that, uh, I don't know that that earned him many fans. <laughs> I didn't, <laughs> I didn't see any quotes from either Santos or, uh, Swanson. Yeah, I didn't either. Um, Kyle O'Gara ended up winning the race. Took the lead shortly after that happening uh, on lap 64 and went on to win. So it was O'Gara. Davey Hamilton finished second. LJ Grimm finished third. Um, but it looks like it was 14 cars. 125 laps. That's a long, that's a long race. 125 laps? Yep. It's a good old-fashioned pavement sprint car race right there. Boy. Uh, out West, Carson Macedo and Shane Golubic win features the Dave Helm Memorial. That was at Keller Auto Speedway. Congratulations to them. Sprint car racing is back. It's exciting. Uh, you know, seeing the ton on Flow Racing. Port Royal has their opener this weekend. So, 
Uh, I'm just excited to see sprint cars again. I went to Florida for 12 days and didn't get to see a single sprint car. So that was pretty depressing. But uh, we're back, and uh, sprint car racing is back on Flow Racing. All right. Who is your Sun Dollar Restoration hat shake of the week? Brought to you by Sun Dollar Restoration in Carmel, Indiana. They will help you with water, fire, mold restoration in the greater Indianapolis area. They're great people. They are some of our best friends. Who is your hat shake? You're going to have to go first. What? You're going to have to go oh, first. Man. All right. I guess, I guess I'll just give mine to Shane Golovic. He started ninth in the feature. Uh, you know, won the race. That's that's a lot of a lot of cars passed there. Uh, impressive start. I, I think he was pretty really good in the uh, 360 feature as well too. Um, but that that is my hat shake, Shane Golubic. Even though Macedo was was Boy. quite impressive, but uh, I like Shane and those guys out there. I'm not prepared. I don't have I don't have much more to add to that. So can I just I'll just double down on Golovic. Can we do that? What else even What else even happened this weekend for me to How about for me to let's 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 dig deep here into the collection. Uh, Mark Smith completed a weekend sweep of the fifth annual USCS Battle at the Beach. Boom, Mark Smith, hat shake, my man. <laughs> Congratulations. So Mark Smith actually Chase Johnson. Uh, he, he he won a USAC West Coast opener at uh, Bakersfield. Oh, did he? That's what I was just trying to do. Was trying to look and see on USAC's website who raced. Richie's got fourteen articles here about the entry list for the Shamrock. Before I can find an article about races, there we go. Oh, there it is. Yeah, also he won Michael at Pickens. County. Also, Michael Where'd Pickens, winner at Western Springs. I'm gonna Mid-cars. still, I'm gonna stick with my original, Mark Smith, going back to back on one night. Southern Raceway. Yeah. Congratulations to Mark Smith and Shane Golovic for winning the Sun Dollar Restoration Hat Shakes of the Week for March second, uh, twenty twenty two. We are presented by Quick Pits. And quickpits.com. It's your one-stop shop for over 350,000 parts and accessories from the brands you demand, truck, Jeep, auto, ATV. With fast, free shipping to your door, use promo code FLOWSPORTS at checkout at quickpits.com. We are also Draft and DirtDraft.com. A great place that I am extremely addicted to now. I've been playing a lot of Dirt Draft teams. I did not do very good at Lincoln. Uh, that's because Kyle Reinhardt didn't show up. So I was a little disappointed at that, but Dirt Draft has over 500 events from all the major series and events uh, in dirt racing. Each event, the user has $100,000 to spend on five drivers. Each driver has a different salary based base value, um, you know, just similar to these other games that you can play. Um, salary value based on past results. You draft your team. Um, new subscribers, though, however, will receive a free Dirt Draft t-shirt. Use the promo code FLOWRACING. Um, they play like Lucas Earl late models, all-star circuit of champions, world of outlaws, dirt late models, where you can see Hannah Newhouse. Well, soon to be Hannah Welch, um, calling the world of outlaws, late models, well, pit, pit reporting, world of outlaws, late models, uh, sprint cars, world of outlaws, sprint cars racing this weekend. We, I would set a lineup for you, which I think we're actually required to with this dirt draft thing to set a lineup. However, we do our shows 
early on in the week, Tuesday, Wednesday. So the lineups are never out. So I really can't, but um, flow racing has the Schaefer's oil spring nationals at Swainsboro speedway. I know, I think Jonathan Davenport's going to be at that race. It's a big late model race that's coming up uh, Friday night on flow racing at 7 30 PM. Eastern. You can play that on dirt draft. They have the USMTS modifieds this weekend. And also the world of outlaw sprint cars heading to cotton bull speedway for two nights at the bowl for the world of outlaws sprint cars i will definitely be playing the world of outlaws sprint cars i, I love playing sprint cars and showing how terrible at, you know my knowledge is of sprint car racing um dirtdraft.com play it our friends there thank you very much let's talk to lauren stewart this is episode 71 of the loud pedal podcast on flow racing And we're back on episode 71 of the Loud Pedal Podcast here on Flow Racing. We promised Lauren Stewart, uh, Chevy and Stewie's mom, is on the show today to talk about the Shamrock Classic that she promotes in DuCoin, Illinois, on March 11th and 12th. Hi, Lauren. How are you? Hey, guys. I'm good. How are you doing? Doing good. So we were just talking before we came on. Car counts up to 40 now. Uh, you had to get your promoter strong arm out a little bit. It sounds like to get some more, uh, a couple more guys to, to get their act together, but, uh, how's everything coming together for this week or for next weekend? Yeah, it's, uh, coming together. Like you said, we're closing in on 40 cars. Um, got a couple more on the line. So hopefully my friendly phone call this morning helped out and we'll get a couple more entries, but things are shaping up. I'm excited. Um, we got micros too. So working on those guys a little bit, but it'll be here before we know it it will uh past winner canon mcintosh will be there i know rms racing i talked to them in florida they they uh, justin grant won both of the first two usac national midget races he's going to be there uh to try to win 10 grand there aren't very many 10 grand to win midget races in the in the world anymore yeah we stepped it up to 10,000 to win this year um i wanted to do do something special really for the fans since we weren't able to run it last year. Um, so, you know, I was bouncing off ideas with um, Kurt Spurgeon at USAC and I was like, yeah, let's just do it. 10 grand win. Sounds cool. Hopefully it'll be a good race for that little bit of extra money, but I'm excited to do our first 10 grand to win show for sure. What is it about this event and, and that track that, makes you want to keep doing it every year i mean because things have changed a lot since the first one in 2016 i mean for you personally and 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 just the state of the sport obviously is a lot different so why do you keep doing it what about you what about it keeps bringing you back yeah like you said i mean i think it's just a unique story on um you know how i got started as a promoter um doing it that first year in 16 with brian obviously and there was really no question about whether i was going to keep doing it or not um and I enjoy doing it just as a little way of, um, you know, remembering Brian, honoring Brian. I think it's cool to keep something going that we started together. Um, sometimes I do secretly uh, say bad words about him and wish that, you know, he was here to help me with some of this work. But uh, I don't know. I think it's just kind of my own little unique way of being able to do something that him and I started together. Midget racing. Uh 
is amazing, right? It's so, some of the best races I've ever seen have, have been in midget racing. I was just thinking about this this morning when I woke up. I was like, I was going to, I'm going to ask Lauren, who's seen so many races, like, what's the best race she's ever seen? Like, just dirt race that you can think of. Oh, man. The best race I've ever seen. Put me on the spot. Oh, well, I'm going to go with Chili Bowl 2014 when Brian won the Chili Bowl was my favorite. Um, I don't really even think it was that good of a race. I think he was out front for most of it. Um, but just like the emotions behind that and, you know, ending the Swindell streak, that was pretty cool. Um, goodness, I'm sure I've seen some really good races. I know I have, but put me on the spot. I can't think of anything else. That's a good one. I was I was going to say like Jason Johnson, Donnie Schatz, maybe personally Kyle Larson and Tracy Hines at Gas City was my favorite. Um, Actually, do you watch what's your what's yours? Go ahead, Lauren. My my race was watching national first time. I was actually watching with Brad's mom, and that was pretty cool to see that. Dylan, what's your answer? Gosh, I don't know. Um, it's hard. I mean, it, it is hard, Tyler, when you put us on the spot like this. We've, got, we've all seen a lot of races. Um, the ones that come to mind for me are just some of the more recent Chili Bowls, just because those are about the only dirt races I get to go to anymore, to be honest with you. Um, but, yeah, the, I mean, the, that 2014 race, obviously, I was driving for Brian then. So that one was, was that's it. That is one that stands out to me just because of, the emotional aspect of it and everything just how you know excited everybody was not just brian but just how excited everybody was the fans because he he stopped the swindells finally and so there was a lot uh there was a lot on the line on that one for sure that's right you were driving for them lauren how come you haven't recruited dylan to go to the race he's busy doing his day job i guess he's retired yeah yeah, retire. I'm a, I, well, I can't even use the excuse I'm a micro racer anymore because you have micros there next yeah, week too. Yeah, so don't, don't tell me that. I'll be I'll be yeah. calling you and your car owner. Yeah. <laughs> um, what it take us take us behind the scenes though, Lauren? Like as a promoter, like what are some of the things that you have to do? just with this race in particular, because it's kind of, you know, there's not a lot that races there throughout the year. It's, you know, it's kind of a different, unique venue. So, I mean, what are some of the things that you have to do to, to just put this event on? Yeah, I definitely have a unique case um, with my race being a, you know, one-off event. They don't run weekly, like you said. They only run a couple times a year. Um, another unique piece of the puzzle is that it's um, a state-owned building. So I work with the state of Illinois. Um, for my dates and for, you know, different rules and such for the building itself. And then, um, you know, I work with USAC. It's a USAC, it's a USAC event. <laughs> um, but I really focus on the fan side of things. So I'm really lucky to have USAC working with me and right there in my back pocket. I rely a lot on Kirk Spurgeon and his team to do the, you know, racer side of things and to handle, um, the cars, the track, I really focus on making it an event for the fans. So I'm always thinking like, okay, you know, what can we do? Like, what is going to make people want to come here? So one of the things, you know, when you buy a reserve seat, you get a free t-shirt. Um, sounds really simple, but race fans love t-shirts. And I've had tons of people tell me, you know, how much they enjoy doing that. Um, and then on actual race day, I'm always like, okay, 
We need to focus on the flow of the show, making it efficient because these people want to get out of here. They want to go get something to eat, go to bed. Um, and I try to make it really family, family friendly as well. Um, my favorite part of the race is the little kid tunnel that we do for driver intros um, right before the feature. We invite all the little kids down and make a tunnel, drivers run through it. Um, and that's become my favorite thing I do. But yeah, I, I mean, I'm really unique in the fact that I don't really have to worry about the, you know, the track prep and the track side of things. I'm really focused on like the fan engagement side as a promoter. Yeah, I love those driver intros. Chet's back this year, so he's going to have that those things amped up, you know, with him and Blake Anderson, um, you know, doing the stuff in Decoin. Um, I guess is is what's the balancing act here? Like, is it like a positive, negative type? Like, how you know you have fun doing it still? Um, you know, it's got to be stressful at times. Yeah, um, it's it's really stressful leading up to um, and just anxiety, you know, putting on a race like this, putting on a, an event adding Friday night this year, I've definitely lost some sleep and I think I'm getting gray hair over that. Um, but you know, I have a lot of things going my way. It's an indoor race, so I don't have to worry about weather that helps a ton. And then it's just the unknown of, oh my goodness, are people going to show up? I mean, you have that like <laughs> thought, I have that fear, like, oh my God, what if nobody comes to the races this year? And then hopefully, you know, on March 11th, about 5 p.m., I'll look up in the grandstands and be like, oh, okay, people did decide to come this year. <laughs> How much of your background just as like a fan in general goes into some of the decisions you make? I mean, because even before Brian, I mean, your family obviously has been in the sport for, I mean, forever, right? I mean, as long as you've been alive. And so you've been to a lot of races, you've been to a lot of big events, kind of understand how it works. So how much of, of that do you feel like influences some of the decisions you make uh, for like fan engagement stuff, you know, stuff like you said, you know, that matters to the people that are paying to, to watch your race? 100 um, is from my perspective and my experience um, being a fan at races. Every single decision we make for the Shamrock Classic, I'm like, okay, if I were a fan in the stands, would I like this? What would I want to do? Um, from you know how many breaks we take for track prep to the how the lines are routed at the concession stand to how I have my t-shirts set up to you know the little fun things I do like throwing out hats and t-shirts and interviews we do you know every single decision I make is based on what would a fan want here what would they like that's good so then I'm helping out the fans here what's the alcohol situation uh, at, at the, the Shamrock Classic? There is alcohol. Um, again, unique to me. I don't handle any of the concessions or bar beer. Um, so I don't know exactly. And I've never made it to the bar at my race to buy anything. Um, but there is alcohol. You can't carry it in. Don't try to sneak it in. I'll have to tackle you and we don't, don't want that. Um, but there is beer. Always the forefront of Tyler's mind. Where can he drink and what can he drink? Hey, food. <laughs> not always the food. The food, um, Ducoin Southern Illinois Center has the best soft pretzel in the world. Just so you know. All right. That's a, that's wow. a bold proclamation. People will support that. I guarantee it. They'll, well, they're going to have to try it. it. Yeah. Is it cheese or what is it, what is it served with? Yeah, it's served with cheese, but it's like 
they kind of like fry the outside of it almost. It's like really crispy on the outside and but really soft on the inside. It's so good. And I know my racetrack can contain food. You are. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. What is the best concession stand item? Hmm. Um, I have a answer that not a lot of people say, but I love the French fries at Hopstock. I don't think I've ever had them. Yeah, those those are good. I had them last year. Yeah, they're so good. But, they're I, like... would, but I would I would put Port Royals up against them. Yeah, not a big fan. Not a big no? fan. God, they're gonna have the posse coming after me after that comment. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. And Fremonts. Fremonts are pretty good. Yeah, I like Hobstadt. I mean, Eldora is you know really good on the concession department with their cheese balls. They're Pizza burger, and then the you know drinks, two dollar beer at Eldora. But Ocala is really up their game with concession stands, dude. The chicken tenders, the best chicken tenders I've ever had in my entire life at at uh, Ocala. Then they also have this tenderloin outside there that is just amazing. So yeah, I mean, I know my track. I'm, I know my track food. Port Royals. I mean, the fair food is just—it's tremendous. Tyler, are are your dogs? Yeah. I was going to say, Lauren, are your dogs causing problems here? I hear them click clacking around over there. Yes. Tyler, the best Oca the best Ocala delici delicacy, without a doubt, is Gary's nuts. <laughs> I tell you, you that every time you talk, every time you talk about Ocala, it's Gary's nuts. <laughs> Gary's the, nuts. Uh, there's Stew Boy. Oh, Stewie. Look at him. This big boy. So how old are Stewie, how old are Stewie well and Chevy fed. now? Oh, he is well fed. Yeah, him and Tyler could hang out for sure. Um, <laughs> Stuart is almost eight. He's a big boy. And then Chevy just turned nine, and she is wants her time here. Come here. <laughs> They're mad at there each other. Yeah. <laughs> Stuart, Stewie's pissed. There's Chevy. Good there. humor. Say hi to Dylan and Tyler. Chevy Bear. <laughs> hi, Chevy. <laughs> I miss Chevy. Where where are we gonna see her this year? Are we out of Dora? Oh yeah. She'll be at Eldora. Oh my god. Oh, my gods. <laughs> yeah, Chevy Chevy goes a lot to the races with uh, her grandma and grandpa, my mom and dad. They have a big poppy. Um, so she's usually at Eldora with them. Um Sometimes I'll take her to a USAC race here if it's close to home. Um, and then she always goes to the Snowball Derby in December. She's become quite popular with the pavement world down there. She's a big late model fan now, huh? Yeah, she she's getting there. <laughs> how would you That's compare? How I so feel too. The, late model, the late model events, right? So you've been to all the Eldora events. Like, How do you compare the World 100 and the Kings Royal? Well, being a you know, King's Royal is top of the line. Um, Crowd-wise, the World 100 is bigger, if you can believe that. Um, energy levels are about the same. Um, but it is really cool with my parents and their merchandise business. It's really cool to be able to see different events and, you know, see different people. Um, but it's they're all cool. Eldora is Eldora, you know but I am really partial to my sprint car races, but I do enjoy late models at Eldora. 
gosh, we're just making a list of people. I'm going to have posse after me, late model people after me. We got to start saying some positive wow. things here. <laughs> Right. Where, where, mm -hmm. uh, right, we'll write this ship here. Where can people get tickets to the Shamrock and everything that's going on next weekend? And, and just give us the lay of the land of, of, you know, when stuff starts on Friday and everything else. Yeah. So, um, six running at the Shamrock Classic coming up March 11th and 12th. Um, you can buy reserve tickets right now online at shamrockclassicdupoint.com. And of course, um, on race day, you can buy tickets at the front door and pit passes on race day as well. If you do the reserve tickets online, um, we can upgrade to a pit pass on race day, which is a really popular option because that way you have a reserve seat. It gets a little crowded in there, um, so you don't have to worry about saving a seat or you know making a bathroom or a beer run. Um, Friday night, we are doing a full midget micro show as well as full midget micro show on Saturday. So Friday, we're starting a little later um, to give people a chance to get there after work. <laughs> it worked. Um, uh, so Friday, we're starting a little later to give people a chance to get there after work. Um, hot laps are at 5.30 on Friday night. And then Saturday, we'll get things rolling early. Um, we hot lap the micros around noon, and we do the micro heats to get that part of the portion um, of the show over, and then a little track prep, and then we'll do midget hot laps somewhere around 3 o'clock on Saturday. Cool. Nice, nice and early. I did see that Jerry Coons Jr. was on the entry list, and can you believe he almost won a prelim this year at the Chili Bowl? He oh, was leading man. that thing. That was so heartbreaking. That was a heartbreaker, man. Jerry's one of the good guys for sure. I, uh, the Coons family, they're all great, but Jerry's, you know, he's kind of the old school racer, but super nice guy. Um, I was so heartbroken for him, but I'm excited to have Jerry race. I don't know if he's ran the Shamrock. Dylan, do you have that stat? Uh, I don't have it, but, um, trying to think, I don't know that, I don't know that he has either. I don't know. Don't either. Is Kale running, is Kale running a micro? No. So he doesn't run the outlaw class. Um, oh, but okay. Amy Coons was the first one to text me after I posted the Shamrock was coming back. I got a text from Kale's mom about 27 seconds after I post and she was like, what micro classes are you running? And I text back and it's like outlaw and she was like well kale doesn't have one of those and i was like well tell him to have stan and bring him a motor this was right before christmas yeah, so. yeah. yeah there's pl plenty of them out there yep yeah he's he's been running in the strict restricted class so all right so outlaw uh micros and, and midgets on tap uh march 11th and 12th in ducoin illinois on uh, the what is it, the southern illinois raceway center or something like that is that what it's called southern illinois center Southern well Illinois prepared Center. as always, T Bone. Yeah. yeah thank you, D Welch. Thank you. Yeah. Ten grand to win. Midgets on Saturday. Go there, check it out.